Once you see what you actually are, that you're an infinite, limitless being, you'll see that nothing exists outside of you. I'm your host, Derek Grant, and this is the Pathway to Your Results Podcast. Welcome back to the Pathway to Your Results Podcast. I am your host. We are here again in space and time sharing uh, this this moment. And I thank you. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for you. Today, I, I, I told you last episode we were going to dive deep. And let's, let's go ahead and hop right back in it, okay? I am going to explain basically, and I don't, I don't, People, so if you if you go to my website, it says uh, like dgmindset.com, right? Mindset. So people say, oh, you're a mindset coach. Yeah, 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 mindset coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't really explain to them what the mind is because very few can really grasp what the mind is. And then I realized like, okay, I'm a mindset coach. That's the 3D label. But really, really at the end of the day, I'm actually just a spiritual advisor. And I say, wow, because the mind is a spiritual thing. May I explain? Yes, you may. See, what society has done, it's done a fantastic job of making you think that your brain was the mind. Your brain is, think of it like this. Your brain is just a receiver to the mind. And the mind is a field, also called the unified, unified field, the universal field. We've talked about this. Uh, and if you look at it, it's the same qualities and attributes that we would we call, we call God, right? It's omnipresent, it's omnipotent, it's omnichance, it's all-knowing, it's all-powerful, it's always present, 100% of everywhere. There's nowhere that it's not, right? So this is why when you look at the hermetic principles or the universal laws, the first law was the law of mentalism. The universe is mental, meaning the universe is mind, literally. It's a mind. It is literally a mind. So I could pull up probably 100 different references. So right now I got a book sitting here on my desk right now, and it's called The Science of Mind. Highly recommended. Uh, this book is... Uh, 600 pages. Okay. So I read this back in February of 2021. Okay. And it's breaking down really what the mind is and what, what it is. And I'm going to break this down to you. It's the first time I've ever told this publicly. So I'm going to go ahead and help you here. It may go over your head. It may seep down in your spirit, but let's see what we can do, what we can do. Okay. Mind is just this field of energy. Okay. I'm going to try and use analogy so you can stay with me. Mind is a field of energy. And consciousness uses this field of energy. So we have consciousness, think of that, that's one. Then we have the mind, which is two. And then we have the creation, which is three. So one, consciousness, plus two, mind, equals three. Okay? Consciousness is is like the seed that is put into the soil of the mind. The mind. The universal mind. Okay? Your physical brain, your physical brain is a receiver that is linked to the universal mind. And the universal mind is outside of your physical body. The universal mind is everywhere. Think of it, think of it like this. Thoughts are information packets that are just floating around in this mind, a sea of energy. And your receiver picks up on that. Okay? So neuroscientists, we've talked about this, neuroscientists have found that the mind and the brain are separate but yet work together. It's literally like a receiver. So the technology that mimics this the most is a radio. We have these waves of of, of energy called radio waves that are floating in the ether and the mind. And then a radio that has a transducer on it 
can be tuned to the frequency of the information or the radio song, the song that is on that frequency. So we're able to pick it up. So your brain is doing the same thing. Your brain is talk is doing the same thing. So what is the point? When you understand that the mind breaks off into individual centers that you have, I have, uh, uh, your mom has, your dad, we are just centers I say centers, not big with a big C, small centers. We are just centers of this huge thing and we have the individual creative power using it, okay? Using it. So this is why uh, we say that thoughts become things. You have the ability to create your reality because the thing, the universal mind that what we refer to as God that it is using, that it's using is the same thing that you are using. So this is what sometimes like I have to, I have to be careful how I use Derek to speak, because if you're not careful, you will end up using um, language to confuse you even more. When you understand that your thoughts are literally being deposited or being picked up. It depends which one you're doing. Are you consciously or unconsciously thinking? When I'm unconsciously, I'm picking up. When I'm consciously, I'm planting. Your thoughts are literally everything. Everything. They're everything. And the creative medium that you're using is literally the same thing that has created this entire universe. So we can go back, and this is where people don't, a lot of people don't understand that like science, religion, and I say science, like more on the quantum side, they're all saying this. They're all telling you that there is just this one thing. And we then we develop different labels for it. We call it different names. We call it the absolute. We call it the all. We call it source. We call it the creator. We call it God. We call it Brahman. We call it Allah. We call it uh, the universe, unified field. We call it the universal mind. We call it source. We, saw it the, we call it the creator. We call it all these different labels and symbols so we can comprehend the incomprehensible. So the easiest thing to remember is that every time, this is what has helped me, every time I have a thought consciously, I think of it like I'm planting a seed into the mind. And the rate or the fuel, the energy that I put behind that with emotion and the more I think about it is what is helping that seed to grow within the mind so that the mind can then slow or speed down the energy, oscillating energy waves that collapse into particles to create this into physical matter. So I, here's, here's a book. I, this is probably too deep for some of you, but here's a book that you can go check out. It's called The Universal Mind. It was written by Walter Russell in 1926. This, this guy, I mean, I don't have it with me in front of me. He did an amazing job of breaking this down. The Universal One. It's just one. It is just one thing that is creating everything. And that thing would have to exist outside of man's perception of it. That thing would have to exist outside of all of these different religions. So religions have a bunch of different deities, but the one thing would have to exist outside of it. It would have to be universal. So this is why I try to tell people when you read the Bible, or you read any other sacred text. It wasn't it couldn't have been just talking to you because you were a follower of that faith. It had to have been universal for it to be sacred. Sacred, not in the sense like I've talked about, not in the sense that it was because it was holy. It was sacred in the sense because it was timeless. It was timeless. So this is where people don't realize like 
mindset, mind, is a spiritual thing. It is a spiritual thing. And it's, it's really, really challenging to articulate. I could sit here and read it. I mean, I could read it. Matter of fact, maybe that's what I'll do. I've, I've told you guys, you know, that CIA document, the, the, the gateway process, they did a fantastic job. Fantastic job of breaking this down and saying this. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read this for you real quick so you can, so you'll, so you'll know. Um, let me pull this up here. So you, so you know kind of the way it's being projected or what, what's being said in some of these texts and some of these books. So if we were to look at the universal mind, um, and I'm pulling it up right now, universal mind. Okay. Um, okay. Stay with me here. Stay with me here. All right. The idea of a single universal mind permeating the entire manifested universe can be traced back to the Greek philosopher Anaxagoras, who taught the cosmological theory of nous as the according as the ordering force of the cosmos, where nous is the Greek word for mind. Since consciousness is mind, the terms universal mind and universal consciousness are used interchangeably. Other names for universal mind include the unified field, universal spirit, and the world of the and the, and the world soul. Most modern day metaphysical teachings equate the absolute to the universal mind, meaning the absolute is what they refer to as God, with no distinction drawn between the two, and they both have the same omnipresent, omnipotent, omniscient nature. Given that the absolute is all there is, this definition is in theory correct. Having said this, some older metaphysical texts draw distinction with good reason, although distinction does not suggest separateness in any way. So this means that everything in the universe universe is a center or hub of universal mind, but the degree to which universal mind can display its inherent omnipotence and omnichance depends on the degree of consciousness of its individual center, one of which is your mind. This is why sacred texts assert that man is created in the image of God and is also a divine spark of God. This is because only human beings, as far as we understand life on earth at its current point of evolution, have the potential for higher degrees of consciousness and so the capacity to identify their mind with the mind of God. Simply put, all of God is in a grain of sand and all of God is in you. The only difference is that you have the capacity to know so. The universal mind is the first creation of God, the absolute, present everywhere at the same time and hence is the underlying substance of all of life in the universe. As the mind of the absolute, it has the inherent potential for all power and all knowledge, but the degree to which its potential is actualized depends on its individual centers. Since everything is mind, everything is the center of universal mind, thus making your mind one of the centers. So this is where I try to tell people, if you realize the power that you had, if you realize the power that you had, you would guard your thoughts with everything that you have. You would guard your thoughts with everything that you have. Because here's the thing about the universal mind. It actually has the same same, same uh, uh, attributes, the same qualities as your subconscious. So sometimes it's referred to as the universal subconscious. So your subconscious and the universal mind that creates everything are the same thing. They're interlinked. And we know that the subconscious is your heart. 
and your heart is the first thing that's ever developed when you're in embryo, when you're in fetus, right? When, 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 you're, when you're being developed as a fetus. So why is that? Because this was the link back to the spiritual world. It was your heart. Take delight in the Lord and the desires of your heart would be given unto you. Lord lived in the temple, right? The Lord lived in the temples that we built. The temple, your head, it was in between. So they understood that the mind had to be linked with the heart. Your heart was actually what you needed to follow because your subconscious was what was linked to the universal mind. So because it is your subconscious, it does not care. It's impersonal. It doesn't care. Universal mind thinks impersonally. This means that in creating and sustaining the universe along unconscious lines, the universal mind is not personally aware of its individual mind centers through which it creates. Whether it's a human being, whether it's a single cell, whether it's a flowing stream, whether it's an animal, whether it's a tree, it does not matter. Throughout the universe, therefore, creation, if not consciously directed, is unconscious. It's impersonal. And it's in compliance with the equally impersonal Universal laws. So you're, so the universal mind that you are connected to is subjective. This is why you had to really do the work and see what your subconscious was saying. Because your subconscious was literally what was creating everything. Because it was linked to the thing that created everything. I can't. It's, it's really, it's, it's challenging to articulate. There's, a, there's an understanding, there's a comprehension, there's an experiencing, but it's, it's, it's challenging to, to articulate it. Just understand this. Your thoughts are everything. More importantly, your subconscious thoughts, what you're feeling is everything. So now you see when they talked about faith so much, why Jesus told you had to have faith. Why Jesus said you had to have faith. Because as I have faith, that means I believe. If I believe something, that means it's in my heart. If it's in my heart, it's linked to the universal mind. If it's linked to the universal mind, that will be what I create. So Mark eleven twenty four 24 hits a little differently now when you read it. And Jesus says, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it already. Believe that you have already received it. So if I believe that I already got it, that means it's already in my subconscious. If it's in my subconscious, the universal mind, because it's impersonal and I'm connected to it, it does not care. It takes it, reads it, bing, bong, manifestation. That goes for the positive and the negative. So this is why the ancients used to say the mind of man is is the mind of God in man. There was no separation. There was no separation. And you have the ability. You have the ability to know this. You had the ability to be aware of this. That's what makes you so special. So use this thing that creates this entire universe. Use it consciously so you can create your life the way you desire. You had to live from the place of faith, though. You had to live from the place of the unseen. That's why you were given all these six mind muscles, so you could create the unseen to make it seen. Meditation was everything. Journaling was everything. Because what it did was it allowed you to be aware of what was below the surface, what was in the subconscious, what was being um, read by the universal mind, what was being transmitted. I hope this got in your spirit. I hope you, I hope this helped you along your journey to help you understand maybe on a deeper level how important your thoughts were, how important you had to uh, consciously think and be aware of what you were thinking. So continue on. Continue on. 
And I wish you nothing but the best as you continue to figure out and learn more about yourself on your pathway to your results.